July 9, 2006. It's a Watt from Pedro show. Thank you. 
People often ask me if I have any... <coughs> Wait a minute. I think I need some water. Just hearing music. Uh... People often ask me if I have any words of advice for young people. Words of advice for young people. Well, here are a few simple admonitions for young and old. Never interfere in a boy and girl fight. Beware of whores who say they don't want money. The hell they don't. What they mean is they want more money. Much more. If you're doing business with a religious son of a bitch, get it in writing. His word isn't worth shit. Not with a good lord telling him how to fuck you on the deal. For young people. Words of advice for young people. Avoid uh, fuck ups. You all know the type. Anything they have anything to do with, no matter how good it sounds, turns into a disaster. Do not offer sympathy to the mentally ill. Tell them firmly, I am not paid to listen to this drivel. You are a terminal fool. Words of advice for young people. Words of advice for young people. Now, some of you may encounter the devil's bargain to get that far. Any old soul is worth saving at least to a priest, but not every soul is worth buying. So you can take the offer as a compliment. They charge the easy ones first, you know, like money, all the money there is, yeah, but who wants to be the richest guy in some cemetery? Money won't buy. Not much left to spend it on, eh, Gramps? Getting too old to cut the mustard. forgotten something, Gramps. In order to feel something, you have to be there. You have to be 18. You're not 18. You are 78. Old fool sold his soul for a strap on. Well, I always try the easy ones first. How about an honorable bargain? always wanted to be a doctor, well, now's your chance. Why, you can become a great healer and benefit humanity. What's wrong with that? Just about everything. There are no honorable bargains involving exchange of qualitative merchandise like souls or quantitative merchandise like time and money. Piss off, Satan, and don't take me for dumber than I look. As an old junk pusher told me, watch 
choose money to pick up. Words of advice for young people. 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 People often ask me if I have any words of advice for young people. What from Pedro show? Get that down there. Get down there. Get down there. <laughs> Old bold. <laughs> As William S. Burroughs with advice for young people. Started off with uh, John Coltrane Thelonious Monk. Or the other way around. Maybe because it was Monk's trio. Something just released. Uh, session from... Uh, 1957, April. A song called Crepuscule with Nelly. Crepuscule. Crepuscule. It's probably French. I've seen it written a million times. I feel retarded. How would you say that? that? Uh, Crepuscule Crepuscule. with Nelly. With Nelly. Okay. That's the way I would say. That's a verdict. <laughs> Brother Matt, where were we last night? Last night we were at this cool little underground type of Sonic Youth jam. Yeah. It was righteous. Kind of a kiln. Yeah, a little kiln action. <laughs> Not a lot it was of airflow. Yeah. There was no airflow. Old brick oven. <laughs> they they uh, should have had a flu. <laughs> we had a flu, then we could have really glazed it. Yeah, it was a sweat box. Yeah, there? but the Sonics played great. Yeah, that was cool. This band before them, Awesome Color from Ann Arbor. They were tough. Trio. Cat on a Kramer bass, aluminum neck. Yeah, that was a really cool little scene. i never seen Thurston sweat a shirt like that. <laughs> Usually, like, yeah, he comes off the stage drier. But not last night. He even played bass in a song. What about that? Yeah, they rocked. He's playing way up on the neck. A lot of high notes now. <laughs> And then a lot of songs, two basses. They got uh, yeah. Mark from uh, Pavement to supplement. Or, uh, of course, can't replace Jim O'Rourke, but plays bass throughout the thing. And then Kim would double up. Mm-hmm. With yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Smoking. Nice little place. Yeah, downtown L.A. It's Long Beach Avenue, but it was not Long Beach. No. Sort of by San Pedro Street, which ain't San Pedro. <laughs> it's way uptown. He said in downtown L.A., about 25 miles here from Pedro. Been a lot of cool underground parties in that neighborhood. You've been there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't we bring on our guests? We have special guests this do We have guests. <laughs> Welcome. Right. Jack hey. Brewer. From, hey, Mike. Originally from Wilmington, now of Long Beach. Yeah. Right. How are you, Jack? Oh, oh, oh pr- 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 pretty good. Pretty good. Really good. We're working hard. He's so. wailing on the mic there. Oh yeah, I'm gonna fix it for me. Do some adjust. Okay, it's a little. Sh- That's okay. No, Give it on down. You don't want okay. to it up. You don't get a lot of tall people in here. <laughs> it'll, it'll be thumping. Right. It'll be thumping. So Jack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta get me get me talking. Otherwise, I'll clam up, Mike. Don't clam. <laughs> I just had to adjust the levels. Okay, how's this? I'm a little... Uh, okay. Beat up, I did pedal. 
uh, my last one because tomorrow I leave for <coughs> Athens. <coughs> should be very sweaty. Anyway, Rock me Quarry. and Jack Brewer go back way. Oh, oh, we should, oh yeah. Uh, introduce your cousin. Okay, also, you know, cousin Joe Brewer. Joe Brewer here from Madison, Wisconsin. We're doing a reading today also in L.A. Oh, you got a gig. Yeah. i tell you where. Okay, right. it's on. Um, the place is called. Let me put my glasses on. The place is called Antigua Cultural Coffee House. I can't pronounce that uh, word, so I'm, I guess I'm lacking the culture. <laughs> but but well, maybe you it, can it's spell a, it, Jack. Okay. A N T I G U A. So maybe after I read there, I'll, um, I'll get the culture I need. But uh, it's on 4836 Huntington Drive South, Los Angeles. And if you need information, you'll call 323-666-2421. And for directions, you'll call 323... Uh, it's, it's kind of boring, huh? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I get this over with. Let me help you hit this, yeah. too. Uh, what time is are you reading? Okay, uh, okay, we're reading at uh, is that four. Just uh, take a uh, four, four, four o'clock. Four o'clock. Three thirty sign so up. I got open news reading. for you, man. I don't even know if the show will get up in time. I'll try as soon as we get done. But oh, okay. I don't even know, dudes, if we'll be able to hear it in time. You know, as soon as we get done, I'll get it all stitched up and up on the server. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, it, it's but anyway, cool. what's no, good to know no, is we've that been there. Uh, you're. Yeah. Reading with your cousin. Yeah. You've been doing more and more. Po- no, you know what? Let's start from the beginning. Where did you meet? Where did I meet you? Oh. <clears throat> uh, I got Mike, it. Mike. <laughs> Stumped him. <laughs> I know you're like 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 God. You were just always there. <laughs> you just do you remember wrong. me no, I, I do. trying out for? For those that don't know, Jack Brewer made a band with Joe Biza called Saccharine Trust, which probably is the only SST band still going. Oh, oh, Correct? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, from, from the old days, of the old the only, only ones. Do you recall a time uh, a spastic bass player from Pedro trying out for Saccharine yeah, Trust? Yeah, yeah, I remember back then you were spastic, hyper. And say one thing, you're a lot nicer guy these days than you were back then. All <laughs> <coughs> right. <laughs> okay, no, because, you know. But anyway, I, mean, I tried out for the band. Oh, 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 didn't oh, make yeah. It. Yeah, right? no, you didn't make it. Play, you played too many notes. Yeah. Was there a discussion <laughs> between you and Joe? No, Joe makes decisions. Yeah, so just, this, he just know, made a signal with his eyebrow and you no, <laughs> saluted. I, I, I just do what he tells me to do. And, okay. Uh, Even back then? He, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's the... He's the maestro. He, absolutely. That, that's been the understanding from the beginning. And then I got, you guys I went and got um, Lewis, I think. Yeah, Lewis from... Who San was Pedro. another Pedro bass player. <clears throat> yeah. And in fact, the drummer too, uh, Richie yeah. Wilder. Uh, yeah, Richie Wilder. Well, yeah, yeah, Richie Wilder. Yeah, yeah. So you had a San Pedro rhythm section. Y- yeah, and you actually pushed us to do our first gig as a part. A part. See, I'm not a bitter yeah. man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, oh no, no, no. You, you were very influ- influential. You, 
This was in the uh, late 70s, 79, I think? Y- y- yeah. No, in fact, I, no, your okay, first recording okay, well, is actually, on uh, I, I, Cracks I, I, yeah, on the, the Sidewalks, fir- right? Yeah, the first time me and you was at D. Boone's apartment. Uh, upstairs from Joe Bison. Yeah, well, you came downstairs, and you was like this. D. Boone was just like, forthcoming, like, happy, nice guy. And, and you were just kind of quiet, and you kind of just sitting, tapping your foot. Just kind of like smiling, and you're talk- you guys are talking all this intellectual jargon stuff, and and yeah, you know, I'm just just some guy, say uh, high school, and hung around the subculture. <laughs> I didn't understand any of this stuff. I, I I failed history miserably, so I, I couldn't get in on any of the conversation or anything. And this I, was after smoking wax. Huh? <laughs> 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 Who knows? You, you know. Uh, no, you had already been through that phase. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, you play the, you played the, you guys played the tape for me from uh, the, the band you were in before the Minutemen. Reactionaries. Yeah, and, and yeah. I said, I was telling you, these are these are these are pretty good songs. Who wrote these? And you could just kind of shake it. And I said, oh, you're a pretty good songwriter. And you just said, no, no, I'm not. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I thought they were really, 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 really good. No, I, I, yeah, that's when I was really impressed. Uh, then, uh, wow, this guy, I thought this guy's a, this guy can really put chords together. <laughs> and, and then uh, we start, we were starting our bands at the same time, and, and we're, you know, we can be a little sluggish and stuff, but, but because of Mike push, constantly pushing us, we actually did get it together and start gigs. He, the, the reason he actually uh, uh, tried out for us. Not because he really wanted to play for us, but he just wanted well, us to get, get out there. Yeah. <clears throat> he, he didn't want to, be, you know. Because it was Joe and Jack, Joe and Jack. Yeah. They definitely were going to have a band. In fact, they had another name before that. Oh, yeah, the Obstacles. Obstacles. Yeah, I started off as a league guitar- yeah, guitarist. Yeah, in fact, when I tried, out, I tried out for the Obstacles, I didn't actually try out for Sacker and Trust. It yeah, it was called, it was called the Obst- Obstacles. And, and it was basically just to get them going because it was such a concept, and I knew all they yeah. needed was some dudes to play with yeah and they were like the, the only band out here they were uh, doing weird music and stuff so they were pretty lonely and it gets that way with me with poet the poets and such I'm trying to get more poets to do their poetry in front of music because I'm I'm the only one do, doing it and I, I can't be on every, every in everybody's mm. bands and this is 25 years later <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah now anything <clears throat> <out>. yeah <laughs> but thankful there's Dennis Cruz out there and he's he's really kicking ass and, and, and there's Dan, Dan McGuire and S.A. Griffin. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, we have a show next Saturday at Mr. T's. Uh, Joe and I have this other project, improvised project. Yeah. You played last night. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Get closer on you. Okay. Yeah, we, the improvised project Joe, called, called the... Sit on that yeah. cushion. That love grotto cushion. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's called the, the Lofty Canaanites. Yeah, yeah, yeah Joe, come closer. Too far away. Yeah. And it's called the Lofty Canaanites. It's an improvisation, but we have four, four different poets this time. It would be S.A. Griffin and uh, Paloma uh, uh, from the Sharpies, one of my favorite bands, and me and, and, and Joe, Joe, Joe Brewer. Yeah. It should, should be should be pretty pretty pr- pr- pretty cool. And the first recording I think Sacred did was for Cracks in the Sidewalk. Uh, yeah. So world. <clears throat> yeah, it was, what was uh, it called World uh, Ending. Uh, no, it was called yeah Hearts and Barbarians. Hearts and Barbarians. I actually, got, brought that with me. Maybe Cracks in the Sidewalk. What yeah. was that song? Uh, yeah, the one in Cracks and Sidewalk 
It's called Hearts and Barbarians. And that okay, was what's the, the one on Chunks? Then? Chunks is Christmas Cry. That's right. Yeah, that was just something. So I don't know what I'm thinking. We, of. World broken. Oh, that's so that, that's yeah. That, 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 that's that, that's that's you. It's all jungles. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. That was lot, me. Lot they of, had a bass player, an excellent bass player. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, lot of, lot of cra- crazy stuff going on then. Uh, oh, that. Was it was Earl it was Liberty? Fretless. No, it was a fretless. Oh, cat. Bob Fitzer. Bob Fitzer, excellent. And the day before the gig, he cowered. Yeah. So Jack yeah. and Joe called me, and it's the only time I've ever worn a tuxedo. Yeah. yeah Jack was, read in tuxedos. Yeah, and the, the, the first pressing of the record, I, I, we, uh, Joe Caduce printed his name is Michael Watt. Yeah. <laughs> so my mother we, calls me. When the lyrics were all screwed up, so we had to. Uh, uh, adjust him and on a adjusted lyric sheet we wrote uh, only his mother calls it Michael (laughs) (laughs) no but uh, those good old days I mean how many punk bands were there from Wilmington Uh, okay at that time see there was there there were the plebes Pedro. They had Gino Pusta. No, uh, yeah, but Starkey. there was a Wilmington bass player. Lena played bass. That's right. And she had a band with two uh, girl, twin sisters from, from oh, that Hollywood. that was Peer Group you're talking about. Yeah, Peer Group. Oh, yeah, okay, Peer Group. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... Plebes were with Martin Timberovich, Ken Starkey, and Gino Pusta. Y- y- and they had a drum machine, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. sax, and guitar. I know because they got the room really... Stoked up for us at Croatia Hall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the eggs were flying big time by the time we went up. And the sli- the, the sli- sliver the slivers, man. Slivers was Greg Hurley. Oh man, that guy did some great poetry. I wish he would. I wish he'd wake up and come back and yeah. start doing it again. He's on those compilations too. We had a oh, label yeah. called New Alliance Records, and the first records we put out were compilations of our friends and peers and Sacred Trust, Slivers, yeah. Black Flag, Minute Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was fun. I remember the days of having a test pressing and not being able to believe, like, gosh, I was actually part of a, a vinyl or a record and play it on my little stereo, uh, little cheap stereo in, in my bedroom. But that's you know, not But you actually played before you met Joe Baizo with a guy named Marshall Mello. Yeah, yeah, we were starting a band. Um, in fact, uh, one of the tracks ended up on another New Alliance compilation called... Uh, Mighty Feeble. Yeah, I uh, played lead guitar. I started as lead guitarist. What was so, that song? song was called Jesus Stop Shaking the Stars. Yeah. And uh, Marshall r- r- wrote it, and I did lead. Um, yeah, he was a really, really good really good s- singer. That time we had a lot of these four, fast 4-4 four, four songs, and it was before Blondie and that. Uh, the, the New York scene started hit, hitting it. California, we're doing... What, uh, I guess what was probably New Wave or something, which we didn't know it was. We thought we were doing like 60s. and See, we didn't have drums. We played uh, parties with acoustic guitars, so you had to hit the... Strum hard. Yeah, strum hard in the fourth uh, uh, the beat. You hit you you would make a noise on your guitar because you didn't have the drums, and we would play, we would play parties. This is before you ever went to a punk gig when you were playing with Marshall, right? Yeah, yeah and we okay. would do like these fast... So how'd you find out about punk gigs? Uh, well, <clears throat> I guess uh, I, I, I saw the Ramones in, in, in interview, and Joe was talking about 
uh, saying how the Ramones were the greatest band in the world. And I thought, oh. Joe Bison. Oh, no, no, J- Joey Ramone. <laughs> so I thought, well, Joey Ramone was saying his band was yeah, the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, well, if he's, that. I thought if, he's that, if he's that confident, I, mean, maybe I better check him out. So I yes, got the first record and, and then the Sex Pistols, and I got that. My roommates at that time couldn't stand the Sex Pistols. Um, so that's why you liked them. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they were listening to Wayne Jennings. Also, a lot of Frank Zappa back then. My roommate loved loved Zappa, and I think they kind of harshed uh, him. Yeah, it kind of slipped into harshed me. Is mellow. Yeah, we, we listened to Zappa every single day, and I, I think it entered entered my subconscious in, in a way. So, mis- so then when heard the minute men. It sort of made sense to me. Punk mixed with these weird rhythms because I already had already had all this B four and stuff in the back of my my brain. And then it was a really intense. Us both meet Black Flag. Yeah, uh, for, I first heard heard of them. Uh, Joe, uh, I, I was working with Joe Joe Biza at a junk ma- mailing house, and he had just gone to the Polywalk. Uh, Plan gig with Keith Morris, and he he recorded on a cassette, so he's playing this playing his cassette for me at work, and he would also play cassettes of the Screamers a lot. That's a band we used to before we start sacrificing trust, and so I went to start just going to start Ramon Sex Pistols band and try to be Johnny Rotten. I was call myself Jack Snatch something, but then uh, Joe Joe wouldn't gig? go for it. Went for the artsy things, <laughs> so we kind of compromised. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you remember your first gig? Was it with Joe Biza? Uh, well, uh, my first gig. Uh, punk gig that you went well, to. My first gig I ever played was no, with that the, you went to first punk oh, gig. Oh, 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 yeah, it was a Joe Biza. Oh, oh, no, no, it was years before. It was in the pier. It was m- with my friend Alex, a guy um, who got. Who uh, infected me with Zappa? Uh, uh, it, 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 it was at Redondo Beach Pier, and it was I remember there was a, 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 X and uh, and uh, Black Randy was playing, squad, yeah. yeah, and the Metro Squad, and and I, I I kind of understood and I didn't understand it, and I I went up to the van and. I reminded Xine about this later, but she never remembered this. But I asked her. I said, uh, why, "Why, why are you guys doing this?" And uh, she said, "Well, because we don't want to work in factories all our lives." Yeah. <laughs> Did you pogo? Huh? Uh, yeah, we we started po- 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 yeah, pogo. Semi pogo. <laughs> yeah, we used to do pogo. That was fun. Then the slam came in. And that was that just too. Now it's too, too 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 rugged. I like jumping up up. Now Sacred Trust, like we said, Black Flag comes into our lives. They actually, your first four tours or something were with Black Flag. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was gracious of them. Really nice of them to, to take. Did you us. have any idea of touring before you did touring? Uh, n- no, no, I, I didn't. He said we were never the the guys who who were really good at doing footwork and such and had a crap crap together. We were. Uh, you know, good at working on songs and such, but unless someone else did it for us, we never never do it. Uh, but we did the first four tours with Black Flag. Even to this day, cause, well, I used to lay in back of the van with the side window open, and air would blow in my face, and that's how I, I would sleep at night. 
So even, even today, it's better than farts blowing. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. I always had the wind blowing in my face. It just felt really good. The energy of the wind hit my face. Yeah. So at night, I always have a fan right next to my bed. Ah, so it was like at home. Yeah, and it, have I have I have to have wind hit in my face so I can sleep because I remember that because that was going being on tour. That was the best sleep I've ever had in my life. So it it brings me back to that and. Ah, even the Torn with Mugger, there was a small sick wind in your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even 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 though I wake up in the early do construction. But you know, it's a I mean there was a time I'd be bitter about working and such, but I realized life is work. No matter what you do, you can't get away from from work. Even if you play music. Did you tell Xene this? <laughs> I didn't know this then. Yeah. She probably realizes that now. I mean, even like when we we did that thing in England. And I thought it would be like, be like a vacation. We said three shows. But, but no, you don't, you don't get any sleep. You get take, dragged out of bed after being up to 3 o'clock to some sound check you're sitting waiting for. And then sound, check, sound man doesn't show too much later. But, but with Baza, if it's on a contract, you have to be there at this time. So it's... it's uh, after like the it's end not of just with Bice, that's with Watt too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you learned that from. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I I couldn't wait to get back to my my routine again. Something I I, I uh, getting up in the morning, working my construction under, under the hot sun, and, um, and you know not worrying about having a jog or anything, or or worrying about schedules or dealing with flaky people. I like knowing where I'm going to be during the day, and you know this. And, and I'm I'm really happy to be able to do music s- still on the weekend, and I'll probably do it uh, for for the rest of my life. But I'm, I'm I don't fool myself anymore thinking that if I made a living out of this, it would be any different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just work. Life life is just w- work. That's <laughs> that's a kind of first poem I probably read is about. Can you that. read us a poem, Jack? Oh, sure. Oh, uh, excuse me. <coughs> it's okay to do this stuff on. <coughs> okay, I, I'm nervous. You can't see me, but I am. <coughs> okay, take a deep breath. I was told to do. <coughs> so I take a deep breath. It's called birthing the ancestors. sun crawls out from its eastern shift leaving Magellan to die and Dardanelles at last for the cat who sweat dreams they may swim or sail from soon then reality shores daylight the coup pale Old men, twenty years nearing death. Oh, but the fish are biting today. But you, my son, in your school heart will be happier. You need only read the Psalms of Solomon to know we are sadder than wise. And our eyes are liable to all they are open to. 
So tear your heart from the window. Your teacher living talks to you now. Our teachers are ghosts, phantoms. Heart is intent. Soul is ego. Who must have known hard shoes are needed for a hard journey? Our design is a continuous one for the children of our creation who are so demanding of attention. Now this is the son speaking. Until I know why I've chosen this path so rugged, brutalizing my confidence, weakening muscles in the pretense as if to strengthen my spirit. But why, I ask, as I scavenge, scorning pride, impoverished, belittled in flesh, to preserve thoughts with what mine is left, because the children of my creation are so demanding of attention. Did you write your first poem? Um, it's actually a uh, Christmas cry, actually. I think. Uh, the Christmas just, cry. Yeah. On, uh, Chunks compilation. New yeah. Alliance. I think I was 17. I started writing poems before, but they were pr pretty awful. Uh, well, they're still poems. They're just bad yeah, ones. Yeah. <laughs> I still write those too. I didn't ask you when you wrote your first good poem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I stunk it up. I still continue to stink it up. What well, you, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. What you gotta do. It's, well, like you it's say, hard to you tell. think it's a continuum. Yeah. It, uh, it goes on. But did you ever see the connection between poems and music? Because you're talking about doing poetry in front of music nowadays. Back then when you were writing poems, obviously it was after you started doing the band. Yeah. Were they separate realms in your mind? No, they started uh, so song lyrics. I, uh, I went to write. So you think song lyrics in a way are like poems? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, a a absolutely. And, uh, and, I mean, there are poems that are, I guess, le less lyrical or, or maybe they're not written with music. Um, in in the minds of the writers, but a lot of writers I I know I write to music. Yeah, what was your process? Did Joe Biza? He obviously was responsible for music a lot of times, right? Well, I I, I think as a, um, I, I was singing a lot and. And then you uh, make the music to your singing. Yeah, and uh, at that at that time, what was the man? Uh, um, what was the man of us? The standards of whatever, I, I guess. How should I, should I put this? Okay, these days, uh, people are more, uh, what's it, open-minded or or accepting of of or uh, of what a singer is and what a singer singer can 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 do. Um, um, you know, where a, t a time where you had to hit every single note and such, so singing was discouraged. So, uh, and because of that, I, 
I couldn't hear myself and I couldn't hit, hit, hit every single note. So I would kind of like half sing or half talk to, to songs. And, and So the music had to kind of take a backseat to the meanings of the words. Uh, and I guess, but I think they complemented uh, each other. Oh, yes, the word sympathetic. People more sympathetic, sympathetic these these. Uh, uh, these days, you know, <clears throat> you don't, you don't have, you, they don't want to hear a violin coming out of, out of a human voice. They want to hear a, 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 a human, human voice. Who was uh, influences on you? Well, I guess uh, <clears throat> probably Bob Dylan at the beginning, because uh, I, I was so nervous when I was a kid. My, you know, father hate, hated my singing. Uh, so I thought, wow, I can probably do do this, and so that's when I started concentrating more on, on lyrics. I said, they, they, yeah, they're, they forgive his singing because of his lyrics. So, the so, meaning of the word. Yeah, yeah, and, and and but 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 uh, now, but these days I understand his his singing more, and it uh, some of the, these these songs cannot be sang any other way than the way Bob Dylan. When these people did these really lame covers of Bob Dylan songs, yeah. that, that's what they are. They're just la- lame uh, uh, covers. More like the birds. Yeah, the Bob Dylan songs really need the, 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 the theater of the, of the, of the voice, the, 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 uh, the, the human voice that kind of knew something that maybe you wanted to, 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 to know, that, and it was more all e- e- emo- emotion. And uh, uh, the the music can work with the the, the, the voice and and forget about what was taught in music school. Uh, they weren't all these separate en- entities where it were you just sh- showed up, look at looked at the music sheet and did your part, not knowing ever knowing a person sitting next to you. Right. You know, like these wedding bands do and such. Uh, no, but you you had to have an actual human connection with. With, with with the the music, uh, uh, making up for each other's strengths and and and, and yeah yes compensating so and to explore. Well, Joe Biza obviously was your soulmate with creating. What, what was the process? Yeah. And I guess it worked out for us because he was just learning guitar then, and uh, I had no intentions of being being, being a singer because when I first started, I had a, this guy Marshmello was a really good singer and his voice with our song that we're, we're going to turn us into rock stars <laughs> but, mean, was he, but what happened was there an idea to have him part of Saccharine Trust no uh, Joe joined uh, uh, that band and that, that band was a band had been worked with for years and years it took years to save up the money to buy equipment you know, work, work, actually work two jobs once one summer uh, full-time jobs just to buy a guitar and we finally had the equipment and we started uh, a, a band and uh, then then uh, uh, I met Joe Biza and he went to come and check out our band. He How'd checked, you meet Joe Biza? Um, you a, gr- a, a brother of a girlfriend I was going out with this girl named Irene Montez. Wherever you are, Irene. Uh, hello. Yes, <laughs> but uh, uh, so I, I, uh, I was told I, I, I was a foreman at this uh, junk mailing house, and I was told this guy needed a job. So uh, just uh, I met him at Paul Urias's house. We we had gone over for dinner, and 
a performance of the guitar that Paul Urias was going to do. And, and that, that was really strange music to me. Uh, anyway, Joe Biza uh, came up to me and said, Hey, I heard you get me a job. I just kind of looked at him and said, Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're hired again. <laughs> That's how you met him, by getting him a gig. <clears throat> yeah. So we worked on the labeling machine and, and talked. Did you like talk at work about music? Yeah, at that time, K Rock was. Uh, 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 playing punk rock and local bands, and playing the the the, the 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 plugs and uh, and even my friend's band. Vince had a band that did a, a Devo, uh, a, a copy of a Devo song, which was a, a I guess a, 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 a parody of a Devo Devo song. And they actually got a letter from people from Devo telling them to stop doing that song. They they had to cease and dismiss. <laughs> so those guys, yeah, those guys did kind of have sticks in their butts. So. But <clears throat> so yeah, we talked about music and joke, uh, punk, and because I was really interested in punk. Though, though Marshall wasn't, he was interested in in, in new wave and in pop pop music. Um, also, there was a division. Yeah, yeah, but we uh, we're gonna start this band. And we're working on it really, really, really hard. We want to be like the Beatles and so. But uh, Joe um, infiltrated the band and started to make it more and more punk, or just went to make it um, uh, more artistic, put uh, a little more art into into the band, more surrealism into the band, because that's a part of the Beatles that Marshall missed. He never got <laughs> that these guys hung out with artists. And Joe Biza was a <clears throat> yeah, and Joe Biza uh, yeah. understood that. Tried to convince Marshall of that, and kept pushing him. <clears throat> also, Joe wanted my place as lead guitarist. He went to play. Uh, he kind of started pushing me on a bass. Joe started. I play to, bass. Uh, yeah, I I was just pushed to the bass. I, <coughs> I knew, yeah, I knew how to play the bass. But excuse me, I need a drink. <coughs> and see, I was pushed to the bass, but uh, Marshall just couldn't handle. The punk and the haircut. He uh, he, he wouldn't shave. Important his, things. Yeah, really important. We had, I had to cut our hair. And I had long hair and a beard, and, and shave our beards. Marshall wouldn't shave his mustache. <coughs> the only compromise he made was a Hitler mustache. <coughs> and he sent a picture of himself to this girl. Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. So he sent, sent a picture of himself to this girl. That he liked, and now uh, she just freaked out. <laughs> and that, that, I remember when I got the news, <clears throat> um, just working on new songs. I was sitting in my bedroom reading the Beatles biography, getting all excited. But about finally got the band going and reading the Beatles biography. Worked really hard. We ready to play seven, eight songs. Right while I'm reading the book, Marshall walked in and tells me he, he, he quit the band. <laughs> I know. So, it was a so, so yes, I, it was yeah, was needless to say, I never finished that book. I just yeah. closed it. Then, uh, it was a bummer. Yeah, so Joe, we're talking about what we're going to do. He harshed your mellow. Yeah, so he uh, he, uh, he talked me into being the the, 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 the singer. And mind you, for a few songs I sang in the other band, these other guys hate, hate it. Uh, we, we, had a, we, we had a drummer who also had a really good voice, too. He wasn't a drummer. But we made him play drums because we didn't want to have 
you know, some of, guy stand up and be lead singer. Seem to be a lot yeah. of people making people do stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we got. Any, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm get, getting off track. So, at first, I started answering ads actually in, from the recycler. Whoa! And uh, <clears throat> one of the ads, some some guy from the Mamas. His name was Greg. Miles had just broken up, and he started uh, starting a new band. And I told him, "I got a friend who plays guitar, uh, but wasn't interested." And but I, so I mailed him some of my lyrics, and he, and he just said, "Now the problem is, your, your lyrics just kind of sound like 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 you're 12 years old or something." <laughs> <laughs> so it was compliment. <laughs> No, but you weren't discouraged. You just said wrote them off, right? No, oh, no. Yeah. So those were I sent them the lyrics. That I am right, actually. Oh wow! <laughs> Which was an early saccharine trust yeah. song. I remember. One that was covered by Sonic Youth, and you know, I, th- I think they were pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that reminds uh, me of Pagan Icons because it's a song on there, and uh, that was your first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was kind of involved. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those were songs that I played. Uh, completely on guitar. It was right after Marshall if I start writing a bunch of songs and and uh, Community Lie and I, I Have, which were all, all chords then. And I showed them to Joe. Uh, he told me just to play the sixth string, the top note, and forget about the chords. And he started putting different things to them. And uh, I thought I was kind of weirded out by it. And, you know, I said, you know, how are we going to get become a popular punk band by doing this and <laughs> which my answer was we wouldn't <laughs> know that then um uh so but it, it started to make sense to me and we start going to la and start wearing the artsy clothes and then i started have different visions of right. what we can do it's gonna got this pedro rhythm section y- 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 yeah hey, yeah what was the first gig for saccharine trust okay it was at a uh, backyard party that that you set up we didn't have a name yet. Uh, Joe didn't, didn't want to use the obstacles. Uh, and, uh, so you said we had to come up with a name right now. Yeah, I was sitting in my van, and I was thinking the David Bowie song, Sacred and Trust, had it written down. Yeah, right. A van, and Joe, Joe said, well, just take out the word and, turn the word sacred to an adjective, and... You have saccharine trust, and they said, we, we just use this the first time, first gig, and come up with something better. Oh, this is making me think. Was David Bowie an influence? Oh, 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 oh yeah. She only uh, mentioned oh, uh, Bob oh, Dylan. Oh, oh, what yeah. about uh, Jim Morrison? He, uh, no, he was l- l- late, later. I started listening to okay. Doors later. Beginning, I thought that uh, uh, when I f- first listened to Doors, I just thought the vocals were just too monotonous. But later on, when... Uh, it was Henry Rollins who actually got me listening to The Doors. Uh, then the I early start, days was uh, Dylan and Bowie. Yeah, Dylan Bowie and, and Lou, Lou Reed and, 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 and Iggy Pop, and those are people I, I, I knew of because of, um, uh, be, be, you know, be, because of, of, of Bowie and, and Velvet, Velvet Underground right. and, and Stooges. So the backyard party, you have to have a name. You take saccharine <laughs> and trust and you pull out the word and. Yeah, and, and turn to an adjective. So I guess the way we, in a way, we came up with that. Um, right, because you were pushed into it because you had to play the gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was the gig like for you? I was, we're, well, like I said, I was. Oh, I was a gay, gay party. Gay, gay men. Yeah. Really nice, I really nice it. people. And there was this guy. Uh, 
this guy wore short pants and cowboy boots. And, yeah, totally. Yeah, but it was strange. I saw this guy like, I ran to this guy like 15 years later. He didn't have, have the, 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 with Spiegel's and, and a cowboy boots. He didn't have that then. And I guess he wasn't gay anymore. He'd just gotten just out of, yeah, it was just gotten out of prison. He was just rugged guy with all these tattoos and stuff. Wow. Same name, same person. But yeah, yeah, different, different. different. <laughs> I remember there was candles that were shaped like bananas that stabbed into the ground. Oh and yeah, that guy yeah. was going after Georgie with the candle. <laughs> and the clothes in there. This it was a gay party, but it was in Wilmington. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't think there'd be a lot of gay. Uh, so for you people, uh, Wilmington is. Uh, the town next to San Pedro, oh, we share oh, yeah. the harbor along with Long Beach. Yeah, remember the, the punk dress coat, or the way we would dress with the, with the slacks and the weird checkered shirts and the funny haircuts. Um, had any race ahead hairdo. Yeah, long yeah, piece hanging out the back of my head. And, well, most people women thought that thought that I, I, I was gay too, but I mean, I don't know. I I, I haven't had sex at then, so. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was straight. straight. Like, well, yeah, I guess, I, I, yeah, I found I, I am. Totally I totally remember that gig. That was your first gig. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was our first gig. That, 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 oh, wow. That, 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 that was great. It was a Q. We chowed. Oh, oh yeah. Bass. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty pretty cool. Because that was an early Minutemen gig, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. You remember the, your first gig? The, I remember the first Minutemen gig. What, Vanguard had, uh, Art Gallery. Yeah, when you had the other drummer, Greg Ginn. Yeah, yeah, and Greg Ginn was standing outside, and I dragged him. I said, Greg, come on, you gotta come in and see this guy. Um, and he came in and watched you guys. And well, you know, the reactionaries actually opened for them, but we weren't. Oh, really? Oh. And it was a much different band in a way, even oh. though three fourths guys. Well, actually, not because Tanchi wasn't in the band, so half the guys were from the reactionaries. Y- but we yeah. had re. Worked all the songs. It's more what you... Uh, actually, when we played you that Reactionaries, that was stuff that was already in the past because oh, that's yeah. the apartment where we start Minutemen. Oh. In fact, uh, no drummer. We didn't even have Tanchi yet. So we write the first batch of songs without amplifiers, just the guitars. And to hold the beat, we'd have to stomp on the ground. So uh-huh. Joe Bison thought these crazy guys lived upstairs and were just dancing away. <laughs> thought it was dancing. He couldn't, because the guitars didn't have amps. So he couldn't hear the guitars. He just heard all this, you know, stomping, trying to keep the beat. And he thought we were dancing. <laughs> so uh, I remember what really impressed me about Joe Bison first meeting him. Because I would see him at gigs. He was a very distinctive guy. Yeah could tell him out of all the other punk rock well those days it was easier to tell punk rockers apart because they were more unique yeah you had your racer head thing everyone yeah. had more of a yeah. unique singular oh, yeah, thing yeah, Joe yeah. Biza had his look but I remember talking with him and he 27 years old which was kind of an older guy right yeah. for those days and he's teaching himself guitar at 27 yeah. which I thought was so amazing and really uh, enamored me onto the scene where guys were doing stuff like this you know not just waiting till they could uh, play Black Dog, uh, Led Zeppelin. You know, they're just going for it. It was. It was. It was strange then, really. Yeah. Really strange. Strange. Really strange. Uh-huh. So let's get to the pagan icons. Yeah. Oh, okay. The first, because it ends up being SST 003. 
Yeah. Right after the Minutemen, Paranoid Time. No, 004. No, I, no, I think it's o, I think it's 006, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It, Four it, is Jealous Again. What's five? Punchline? Uh might be, yeah. Huh? You're, you're okay, so, so it's after Punchline. It was made in the winter of 80. Yeah. You know? I remember it, you guys made it right around Punchline at the same studio that we did, Media Art. Oh, you remember Punchline? I, I came in. Well, you remember Punchline yeah. was pressed accidentally, right? Yeah. yeah at that time, um, they didn't have the, they, they recorded us and signed us, <coughs> but for a couple of years they <laughs> put us out. So we were wait, waiting and waiting and waiting and hoping that we could get, we couldn't get gigs. Neither one of us could get gigs or, or anything. Um, just waiting, waiting. But the, for the record, record was actually recorded really early around yeah. punchline time. And then there was a, uh, they are. Uh, they called in the press to order some more copies of Jealous again, and, and someone made a mistake with the numbers, and they pressed the punchline. Yeah, which was 05. Yeah, I, I was so excited when that, that happened. I thought it was cool, maybe. Yeah, maybe they'll screw up again and we'll get paid in that kind of So, yeah, so where I was introduced to that first... And by that like, time, they had already yeah. lost a bass player. Is Lewis on that first one? Oh no! Uh, no, it's 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no, actually, Duck. yeah. We lost a bass player before we recorded Pagan Icons. Right, right. Lewis went to play with, hang out with the Ozzy Ears. Right, that's right. Ozzy Ears. Those are the yeah. kids that are spitting on us in that Starway, uh, yeah. in the Jammy Cano. And I get really mad at one of them. I recognize the singer because we had just gotten a gig with him here in Pedro, and it was like, and I go, where's your band? But if you don't know what it is, it's like retarded. What's this guy talking about? I, I recognize him, and I go, where's your band? Because, uh, you know, we just played with you. Why are you spitting on us now? It was really funny, too, because they would take turns. They'd run in this uh, oval. They'd come spit at you and run back and to get the loogies back up in their mouth. And, you know, they'd have to make a little loop, so another guy it was like a gatling gun. And then this guy... But, the, you know, I spit on people. You get some beers in you. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, I remember spitting yeah. on Jella and having to see that loogie. Oh, shoot. Shack it the whole night. So I probably deserved every loogie yeah. I got. Yeah, the, I didn't spit a lot, but I, I remember doing it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I, know, I guess I missed the spitting. Part, <laughs> I mean, there, there was some, uh, I, I managed to dodge and I moved. Well, because you had to... You had to hold the guitar. Play, you couldn't right. jump around as much. So bass. I, I, I would, or, yeah, bass. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I usually was able to dodge you could it. Dodge it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Walk out, out there and conf- confront them. Did you like? Uh, hey, Joe. Do you have a little? Let's let, let yes. Joe read a short poem. Sure, Joe. Come here. Joe. We're almost at the end of the first hour. We'll let you get you in here with a little poem from your new book, the new chapbook by Joe Brewer. Uh, it's called Roller Derby Rocks. Yeah. Read Pivot for us there. Uh, go over there on Jackson, Mike. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Joe Brewer here. Oh, man. Got any reading glasses? (laughs) You wrote it, Joe. 
Yeah, I got it reduced too. <laughs> no, I can't read it. So you could fit it in with all the uh, roller skates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pivot. Pivot leads the pack. Head out strong for the attack. Skate out on the line. Leave the blockers, jammers fine. Get down and set the pace. Gonna dominate this place. She is a roller derby master. A good one, no one gets past her. Inspire the blockers to form a wall. Let us send out your jammer to take it all. Roller derby is an exciting thing when she sends them out on a fling. Slow or fast like a jet. She's the one, you bet. Madison Sanity, 3206. Ah, thank you. And what you've been doing the last three seasons? You've been a mascot for a roller derby team? Yes. Uh, kind of have my face painted and kind of jump around with signs and get the crowd excited. This is Ma- Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. What's the name of the team? Well, my team was the Vaudeville Vixens, and they won three different victories that season, this last season. Wow. But they came in for third place. Were they robbed? No, they they fought well for that third place. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite it, thing about being a mascot for a roller derby team? Oh, just being able to be a goofy, you get out. It's kind of insane. You just get out there and have to get people excited about the Vaudeville Vixens. Is it like a gig? Yeah. A little bit. Got to be straight about it. <laughs> you got to watch yourself because there's flying skaters. You got you don't really want to go around when the when the skaters are going on the track. Yeah. You know, what do you do to keep in shape? Not much. I should ride my bicycles more and go walking more. <laughs> I'm kind of out of shape. I'm a little. Oh yeah, you got a tattoo here. Yeah, my. Minutemen tattoo. Yeah, it's beautiful. It should say really just Minutemen, right? It's not not the Minutemen. No, we said the Minutemen sometimes. Oh, you did. Yeah. All right. The origins of the tattoo. So it's not really wrong then. Yeah, I remember when he you showed it to me at a gig. I wanted it to be right like when na- you got it. I wanted this to be like navy lettering, you know. Sure. In San Pedro. Yeah. Remember you misspelled it at first, Joe. Yeah. Well, the guy spelled it wrong, and I missed it, and it said Minuet Man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to have part of it lasered out. You had to laser it out? Yeah. yeah part of it. I spent some money on laser treatment. Oh, but I had it. So it's Everybody a, saw this guy in Europe on his back, like Henry, with the search and destroy. Oh, yeah. But the guy misspelled it and put search in Detroit. <laughs> and I, and I, t- I go, you know, it says, and before I could even get the word out, he was like, I know, I know. <laughs> like at least a thousand people have already told him. Bring a dictionary to the <laughs> And these are big letters. I mean, this is whole bad. Search in yeah, Detroit. <laughs> Maybe he meant Detroit. <laughs> My sister told me this story about uh, these three bikers wanted to have Satan's sons drawn on their arms. You know, tattooed on their arms, and the guy wrote Stan Sons on all three of them. <laughs> His name was probably Stan. Better than Santa. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to sue him. Oh, wow. Okay, we're at the end of the first hour of the July 9, 2006 edition of Watford People Show. Hang tight for hour two. Uh, July 9, 2006. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
know the guys say? A roof, a roof. Ladies, guys, ladies, guys, are you guys ready for huddle formation? Are you ready for huddle formation? We're gonna have to wait till after the next song. We're gonna play you a new one from the Go Team. It's not on the album, so we're getting a bonus track tonight. We're gonna play you the Ice Storm.
What from Pedro Show? That was uh, Akia Kani. Is that what we would decide? <laughs> uh, with a song, 1945. Before that, uh, some live Go Team with Ice Storm. Then Live Wire from 1978. Or 77, maybe. Uh, cover, uh, Glad All Over. Just to prove that Wire had a sense of humor. They weren't all that serious. And we started out the second hour with a pick from uh, Mr. Jack Brewer. <clears throat> Sturgis Meredith by the Sword of Quartet. Uh, Jack, you want to tell us why you picked that tune there? I just love Sword of Quartet. And anything that, that, that Mario and Gary... No, but you were telling me you're going to be recording. Oh, yes. Uh, and a couple of weeks from now, I'm going to record an album with, uh, with Mar- Mario... <laughs> in, uh, from sorry, from, from uh, Fatso Jets and, and Gary Arce, and uh, also Greg Ginn played bass on it, and a drummer. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but he plays in uh, Chuck Dukowski's sex, sextet, and uh, I'm I'm also getting some help from some other poets. Uh, Dennis Cruz wrote a couple of poems for me to to do, and I got a poem from Steve, Steve Abey. When do you think that'll and, come and out? Also, S. A. Griffin. Uh, it's supposed to be released in Spain uh, sometime next year. They, they say they're all waiting on, on me, but okay. they recorded the beginning of May. I didn't get the tape till the end of May. <laughs> so, they, Speaking yeah. of fellow poets, we got a buddy of yours from Long Beach, Joy Coffin. Yeah, absolutely. Here. Joy, will you Joey read Coffin. us a poem? Well, sure. Uh, this is called Number 89. <clears throat> the lizard ate the chili sitting near the cactus that day. Spouting talk that bordered on the incomprehensible in every way, yet gasping and grasping at the wisps of the infinite. He set up a stained glass window in that cactus and he gave a little sermon. Heaven is only for half an hour, then the life on the earth turns sour. Philosopher idiots in lactic lament play heed to burglars encased in cement, jogging round tracks of useless hymen putting their wishes around the bend, using other people's heads to tickle their souls, putting self-image in front of goals, paid in metals of steel but unable to feel the supple cords of the ambiguity machine. Sunning itself later, the lizard turned and winked and cared the least. Thank you, Joey. How'd you meet uh, Jack, Joey? Uh, I was uh, putting on poetry readings in Long Beach, and I went to a, somebody else's poetry reading, and there was Jack Brewer. He read, and I remembered Saccharine Trust, and with Pagan Icons was one of the first albums I listened to when I went into my hardcore, not after the punk rock, my hardcore kind of yeah. uh, listening. And I go, that guy, i got to have him in one of my poetry readings. I went right up to him and just bothered him and bothered him until he said, Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do a little poetry over there, and then uh, where's over there? It was at uh, about First and Linden, the Eleven Seven Gallery in oh, Long yeah, Beach yeah. on Linden Avenue. I try to get it on a weeknight. I get the five in the morning. Yeah, Jack's working for the weekend. Yeah. Well, then I then I you know realized his star power, and I booted him up to the weekends. <laughs> so you both are realized men. <laughs> Jack, will you read us a poem? 
before we get into Brother Matt's spin cycle, which uh, we're going to have uh, opportunity to get some uh, jam collab with the groovage. Okay, cough okay. up all them mocos. Okay, you mind if I do a song, song lyric instead? I guess it doesn't matter. Go ahead, Jack. Okay, well, just give the origins of this. Uh, You're going to give the origin? Uh, some, yeah, some deal, deal went bad. Uh, about about 10, 10, 12 years ago. Wouldn't be Pedro without them motherfuckers uh, and their dick extenders. And, uh, and I, uh, Reggie Rector. Right, I, yeah, guitars for Secret Hate. Yeah, uh, I heard for years that he had died, but now I'm hear, hearing that he's still alive. That's I heard too. Yeah, well, he uh, uh, went to borrow some money, and uh, my wife didn't want to lend it to him, so he just... Went into the dresser and took the money. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, and he, we hadn't seen him for, for a year. So he came knocking on the door once. He was bleeding. His hand was cut. I guess he had some trouble. And he, and he was bleeding and he was hungry. So we let him in and fed him and cleaned up his wounds and such. And he's sitting there complaining, telling me how, you know, people... Just don't care, man. People just don't care. And I said, well, Reggie, it kind of seemed to me like when you stole that money from us that you just didn't care. And he said, well, you don't understand. I was on a different plateau. <laughs> There's less caring on that plateau. Yeah. <laughs> so that game? Okay. <laughs> anyway. So I, I wrote this. <laughs> this is for Reggie. So it's one of these little yes. warm, glowing, yeah. feel-good kind of things. Yeah. No kinder soul did I ever know would have sought to trouble had I somewhere else to go. Your charity, charity to me, you are blessed with charity. Trustful friend, when I'm in need again, self-sufficient working mentor, as sweet as the word please. These streets are rugged and have told me back to you again. I have nothing, nothing have I lost but my pride, and now that is yours. Set me on your couch, so warm and soft. My feet will stand again when they can or must. Till then, could you open up a can of beans and a nice cold beer? Oh, but the world is cold too. Buddy, I'll drink to you and your warm heart. That houses me from vagrancy, I decree. I'll protect you from anybody but the police. Yeah, I'll do anything to you. No, wait, man. What I meant to say was, I'll do anything for you, not anything to you. Uh, don't bring up the past unless it's for last. Didn't I teach you not to hold grudges? I was on a different plateau, 
You're just too decent. You would never know. Some bad men from down south were trying to take me out for what they say I owe them. And I know you are more forgiving. Hey, I was on a different plateau. Uh, you would never understand. You always said yes. You just give and give. You never ask. And would you have caught on any other way? Yeah, things could have gotten worse had I not gotten to you first. Man, these streets are for rodents, and I even owe them. But my gratitude is always with you. I'll never take offense to your hesitance. Yeah, I was on a different plateau when I stole your collectibles. But I'll pay you back, my friend, before you stop aging. I know, you never trust me the same. But you will trust me again. Thank you, Jack. And now, Brother Matt, the July 9, 2006 edition of the Spin Cycle. would be called wedding day when all days that begin the week join with all days that end the week all things that begin to marry all things that end the beginning completes the end the end looks to the beginning the end to beginning until Saturday on mornings latent to rival brides awaken my concubine waits for this poem. 
voice is overdubbed over track. No train has a studio. They play it back. Put in more attack as the soundproof walls wail for more. Entering the studio door, there's more than we mortals fear. If we could bend yet another person's ear, the treble tinny. The bass is the horse's whinny. The oriental raga blasts through the purple haze as my mind blasts a full page. Not of rage, but of sage belief and thought as the walls caught the note. Send it ever beating through the night, through the woods, notwithstanding, landing on a chocolate bar in the car. Go and tend to the bar. The sand is raising a little molecule of its own. The microcosm of the vertigo. Line dressed in mindsets that sign the death with color mesh. A picture is hung, another taken down. But with kind words, a timed verse, a rhyme curve, I speak the heart. The sun a mutter, thoughts of gutter, spark of clutter, please matter. See the person next to you. Ask if respect is due. Is his sanity true? What does he lay claim to? Whom does he quote, paraphrase, note, call to consult with rash anecdote? Put the poetry on hold. Let's discuss the dollar bill. Have you enough to make me feel that I can buy back my soul? With creativity on hold, we speak the days of old and how we live better. Before we got the fever, I'm living indoors. My life is yours. Please, no talk of war or who I voted for. I dream of your touch when your mind resurfaces. Will you remember my love was not staved off? Thank <laughs> you. 
the overman, the CEO over all. I rule everywhere. Lots of folks are scared. I'll cut the wages. I'll put in a pool, cut the insurance, and buy some more new cars. I'm the most powerful man on earth. It's my right from birth. Who's that I see in the distance? I remember him. I signed a deal with him a long time back. Ha ha, you think you're bad. Yes, you really do, but that ain't nothing compared to what I got planned for you. The devil, you say. I'll cut your pay. I won't have to make amends in any way. Because I know I have that pool. I'll just sit back in the back room of hell and chill out and order another drink. Because you know, I've got a asbestos kiddie pool for the lake of fire. I bought it with my company. And that it's all it means to me. You wait after all The guy the big ship's in Your port of call All the rope makers idle The cafes are gone But the waves are still breaking Singing your songs The big lines have containers And the ships that they load And the grand cargo cranes Have their own railroad The tonnage is rising The ships fill the bays But you never have worked Like you had in the days the seesaw your rise and the dollar your fall. No more close to the job from the old Union Hall. All your days are spent quiet, you look out to sea. You wait for a job that there for you just can't be. Farewell, harbor master, you wait after all. The guys that make ships in at your port of call. All the rope makers idle, the cafes are gone, but the waves are still breaking. Singing your song. Years of our lives, waiting for some uprise, another revival to peak. The things we used to believe. But that was the most fun I ever had. Rather than not, we were had. Best era of our lives. Didn't we open eyes? Or at least we kept them guessing. Lost in frames of reference. Artists invent sensations. Entertainers repeat them. And that's how we set standards. To be met or ignored. But it's not as easy as that. Because we can still laugh 
Even if we didn't know what we were doing, we knew it was us doing it. A view from Long Beach. Driving over the bridge, the lights, the fog, humid hillsides, and people in a laid-back hurry. San Pedro, the cliffs, the port, the hip, the desolate. Roller to be red, green, action, go. Pink, black, big power punch flow. Rat tail around the floor, go, go. Big tail and fishnet, powers a full blow. Down in tangles, charred up, peep. Fights break out, shots are cheap. Roller derby, roller derby. Queen action firm, powerful legs jamming the turn. Pivot leads an obstinate pack, block and breakthrough for the attack. Solid blocks send the girl flying. Anyone can see they're really trying. To give us some punishment fierce, the physical armor they tried to pierce. Solid wall of bodies jamming through, fell on the crowds, wouldn't want to be you. Jammers, skaters, blockers, like passed off for Skaters swing out uh, just on torque. Points scored when the lady breaks through, points for the crowd when they kick ass too. Around the elbow they scream, their skirts flipping gorgeous scream. Down and dirty but not out, taking the win on another bout. Winners in my heart, they sure be. Go get them, girls. Roller derby, roller derby. Myself, retwine my apparel, rechannel my suicide, but refer to wait rather than seek the inevitable. So say my living friends, I'd never extend to them the warmest handshake. Part of me, grave foot like, high fives morbid troops, laughingly lyricizing their funeral marches, always gleeful to half smile, strenuous. In search of the vital, yes, the fortress where maudliners and feigners of denial walk hand in handedly their stifled feet, and leading to encompass sleep and dream of early morning novas, the invention of wings to escape the walls of tribunal leaning. 
Insane innovators. Measurements are pronounced inaccurate and cannot now identify with their shells. And my eyes are ancient. In my mythological arrays, my externalisms astray. Take me, spirit. Take me, spirit. Already lost and frigid, winner of souls. I do love you, oh, of your mind of minds. I entrust my rust-encrusted sword. I will slay no whore that is a goddess. If we find in heaven's arrest, only the dying understand dying, not death. So how can I explain empathy? Me, chained to a cloud, apt to be devoured or cleansed with the sages from shapely sisters of the shaman as he nods. The key to the harem will not unlatch your shackles and brave and proud the hereditary heartbreak so solemn to seduce an excuse to induce the misuse of permanency. Return now! Set the borders of your thought onto earthenware and eat heartily of your awareness. No sacrifice necessary, but cut deep into the stakes of your arenas. War Puppet Show When you're in The open grave Pass of glory Pharaoh's story You'll be my slave In the shallow grave Check please I'm gone The waiter was too slow I'm in the open grave and that's the end of the show. If my mom left the world without becoming a playful child close to my heart, I would, find, I would feel myself falling into an endless black pit, unable to count the days or even remember the ones I wasted, trying to distance myself from her damage. I assumed guilt and denial and cut myself off in the passive night. No, no, I cannot let this spell the pattern of the end. Let not this black gloom shatter my days and prevent me from reaching out to her. As a young man, I ran. Now I'm too old to run. Life is not a senseless rebellion. It is going large into the light and dust of eternity where we take our place. Treasured objects on a windowsill so consumed within the essence of time where on an endless spring day we speak together with love, innocent and eloquent, drawing with a sober pride from the well of wisdom close to each other, nurturing a calm, quiet joy it touches the earth and around then brings forth a sea of life. It blooms and explodes and from it we spring. And that mantle, but tortured in our chains, we fought in anguish at the lack of reason. 
That's a fear that could destroy us. Brutally arranged and carrying forces arrayed against us, separating us. But we breathe, life pushing the form, heaven sent. Each one of us, the breath is love. Stripped of all else, this is what she brought me. It calms my spirit, reminding me of her. Living close and eating like I do, we cannot be torn from a relentless world. We have given it life, our life. If my mom left the world without her souls merging again, a part of me would die just to catch up with her and rush her to lift her away from the scorn. But hold up, not to evil. We would push it away from us. I would push her to the night, light, dusty light, where we could spread among the stars and become a gentle night and give ourselves to others. I cannot let her go unacknowledged. I have glimpsed the pit and could not be falling there. We will return as children from life's lessons, and love will be our essence. And that's given sweetness to our breath, teaching us we are precious as life together, lest we forget. Madison Sanity in the 21st Century, 12101. Glory is unsound. Those who believe, act. Those who think they believe, preach. So if we're not actors, we are pastors. None without rhetoric. Please don't interrupt me again. Spectres of wolfmen were chasing me as I ran out to the balcony. Should I stay or should I jump? One, two, three, go. I jumped down to the floor below. Well, I met my landlord. Man, he did blow. He said things to me that weren't very good at all. It was back in the school days. Now I shout. And he drove a yellow school bus out. With a heart carved in the back of his head And Vietnam memory still to dread He was just panning for gold instead of bread And every word I say is true Every word, every sentence, every letter that spells the words Every punctuation and every apostrophe that I'm telling you right now is true right down to the spacing of the paragraphs and the pausing for breath everywhere I say is true It's a long time back when I thought I would When I went to try, I really did Rolling through my little younger days 
All my sassy little friends and their strange little ways. Try a little harder, do not let them shove you away. Try to understand why they laugh that way. I should have laughed like that. Ha 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 ha. I really should have, really should have laughed like that. If I only could, should have laughed like that. Well, if I only could, I should have felt like I could have taken the teasing. Stood up and giving it back for flow and releasing. Didn't I know it was not only me, it was every day and everyone like me. So I was left outside. I should have known that we all get shoved on and picked on too. Should have laughed like that. Ha ha, I know. I want to laugh like that if I only could. Should have laughed like that if I only could. Should have laughed like that. I really should. I really think the joke is on me All my friends saw what I could not see And my sisters, when they sent me to school Taught me about things that they didn't tell me I should have laughed like that I really should I want to laugh like that I really should I want to laugh like that Now that I can laugh I should have laughed like that I wish I should have Laugh like that, I really do. Now I'm older and I count up the days, all of the things I did wrong. And my, all of the things I did wrong. And all I know that was not enough. If I had a little more, all of these people poking at me, they were trying to bring me in and I did not see. Could have laughed like that if I only could. Should have laughed like that, well I really should. Should have laughed. <laughs> I wanna be in ya. Yeah. I wanna be in that. I really laugh. I really laugh like that. But I want to laugh like that. <laughs> Should have laughed like that. <laughs> The shortest safe route to the liquor store, the one that takes pennies and sells cigarettes by the signal. Walk me through the territorial linguistics, and I'll assure you the Spanish were here first, and raped and pillaged with much more affection. Now learn to read color and say yes with your eyes closed. Learn the passionate syntax, the moon that howls back at us, the throwing stones reach, the climbing trees talk, the dustiness of actual touch, and you too will have the courage of a dead man. Further past the harbor, I'm your guardian Spaniard, the immigrant of your inner seeing. Do not torch these jungles without me. The natives are ignorant to your means. Of a musician who lives on a golden cloud. But here's the truth, and I'll tell you what, it sure don't do you proud been through the come on and play with us we don't have any gigs and we're just stringing you along and I've also been through the let's go record 
and then we'll try to steal your song. And I've been through the play live for free and get no pay, and the owner gets you wrong. It's a portrait of a musician who lives on a golden cloud. But here's the truth, and I'll tell you what, it sure don't do you proud. First thing I notice going into an empty schoolyard is the slap in the ring of cables and chains on metal posts. Through the clear of the dark, they're calling to me. They're ringing for me. They have been ringing for me and been calling for me, calling and calling for ages. In the quiet field, I stand, knowing not as emptiness nor mine, but hardly a friend I head out. Across emptiness, where are the stars? Where are the hands to hold? Someone to tell my life to, just another quiet room, and what I carry, all this emptiness. A quiet turmoil leaves signs of the mind, debris I left on the storm's quiet shore. Don't damn me without knowing the good or the bad you may find. From my desk comes eloquence, and the beauty of all this emptiness. On a quiet lake I grasp this beauty. I want to share it with you. I want to pull you away from the others. Just get your attention, then you might pull me away from all this emptiness.
Watt from Pedro Show. That was the Sword of Quartet with When Cousins Marry. That's a song you picked, Jack, right? Yeah. What was that about? No, I mean, why did you pick it? Oh. <laughs> you got to no, at least have a hint about oh, I, I guess that. I because I'm on it. <laughs> no, you don't always have to pick a tune that yeah, I'm, I'm, you're part of, right? Yeah. Okay, you just picked it because you're a fan. Yeah. And before that, we had Brother Matt and Spin Cycle collabora- collaborating. Yeah, cool getting the words uh, in getting there. Getting the Thank beats you. in there with the spoken word with uh, Mr. Jack Brewer, Mr. Joe Brewer. Joey Coffin. Mr. Joey Coffin from Long Beach. Some of that was on the wing. I saw you with no paper. Yeah, well, you know, I just top of the dome and, you know. <laughs> Let the freak flag fly. Yeah. Cool. I'm into it. Like the Pedro view from Long Beach. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're at the end of the second hour of the July 9th, 2006 edition of Pedro Show. Hold tight for hour three. July 9th, 2006. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. La esperanza de los desterrados La revolución es la esperanza de los desperados It's in the cracks in the sidewalks Cracks in the windows It's in the lines on your face It's a presence as close as your breathing Whiskey scented as you sit Upright and smiling And the lines round your mouth tell of sadness But your eyes show little Glazed and unfocused they stare mechanically At the graffiti burned out buildings Flick a little As cracker money exchange outside the window Stare vacant As a young ancient crack whore fights with her man And her baby cries in a shopping cart Filled with blankets and old papers La revolución es la esperanza de los desperados La revolución es la esperanza de los desperados. Children are no longer children 
show that's Katie Souljack with La Revolution Jack that's the song you picked yeah, yeah. Well, she, she was a good friend of ours and, and uh, part of our family and, uh, and, uh, 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 co- uh, co- coffee house uh, someone who's played a lot of coffee houses and reading so I thought that be a good leading back into. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you what's, hear me now? What's she doing now? Ah, uh, she's living in New Zealand. So she, she's back, back out in New Zealand. So her daughter? Uh, no, her daughter's in L.A. I think. It's been a while since we've seen or heard from her. She, she sang on the Jack Brewer Band records. Yeah. It's one of the Brewer Rats. Now I was just listening. I just heard her the other day on my uh, 400 CD spin cycle stereo. <laughs> oh, I gotta bring the CD. Well, back to the story, Jack. Trust. We left off at, P- at Pig and Icon. 
Well, we didn't finish that. Do you? Because that's your first album in the studio. You want to talk about that session? Yeah, it was in. It was in I, I remember. Why uh, did you ask Mike Watt to be part of the thing? Uh, I, I, know, I, I thought you were just you were just there. I thought you were. Because uh, we didn't know what we were doing. We some someone to come in and show us what a studio was, and 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 uh, the yard, I think, huh? Yeah, yeah, where you plug things. Here in, in uh, Hermosa Beach. Yeah, and someone to listen that uh, used something about punk rock or or used something about the English bands that Joe was listening <laughs> to at that time. Uh, so that came out. Then you did uh, four tours of Black Flag. Yeah. You've Got to have some stories. Yeah, was, yeah. Well, there's some stories I can tell, and some I can't. I guess. I, I remember hanging out with Henry. That was. I mean, it was kind of strange and kind of hard. He was he was always pretty uh, tense, pretty tensed up. And the, we were in the van with eight people, and to have one guy that's really constantly. Tense and you know, and I'm like, well, he was the out of town guy, right? He's from DC. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, the the the, the gig ended three hours ago, you know. <laughs> the show's over, relax. <laughs> but there was just no no relaxing or, or, or something, and, and he got really got angry a lot at that time. I mean, now I write, I've corresponded with him, and he's you know, pretty, pretty nice guy. He's mellowed out a lot. I think in those days there was a little rivalry. Uh, I don't. I don't. Know, I, I didn't see it. Maybe that. I know during the shows we really pushed them, and anything that he could do was already done before. Uh, before he went on stage. Um, well, you wanted him to choke on your smoke. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> did or no? I think it was did. healthy. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was too. We we, we really pushed. It. I was more on. Uh, I was more, uh, more, more uh, relaxed, more natural. You know, uh, and I, I, I liked uh, having to fight, fight fight the audience back back then. That's so one thing I I I do miss is even people come see us and they like us, but. Uh, there's no fighting with the audience. No, there's no, there's no fighting. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not fighting to convince them that we deserve deserve to exist. They're ex- they've accepted the the idea and concept, no matter how we grow with it. They're, uh, but may, maybe they're older and t- tired too, and, and you know they spent their money. If they don't like it, they're gonna make think make themselves think they like it just because it's it's hard. It's expensive going out. Okay. Yeah. So you came upon this period where you did Surviving You Always. And there's another a different bass player, too. Is it Mark? Y- yes. A different drummer? Is it Bobby Holtzman? Y- y- yes. Uh, uh, no, that was Tony Cicero That's then. That's right, Tony Cicero. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mark left the band to join us, the Circle Jerks. And, and then and then uh, uh, Bob, uh, uh, Robert Holtzman left... Uh, Apparently to go back to school, with, which yeah, he's he, the pagan icon. He didn't, and at, at that time, even though I loved the guy, I, I really wasn't complaining because he was this, uh, he was this, and the guy who really liked picking on people a lot, and, and I had my stutters, my nervousness, and he just loved messing with me every day. <clears throat> it got to a point where I was about to hit him, and then Earl would 
jump in and I was, I was ready to slug Earl. Just as I was about to slug Earl, he started having uh, an asthma attack and started shaking the stuff. I was like, oh, lucky break. But Earl's out by this time and you got Mark. Where'd you find Mark? Uh, he was a friend of uh, Joe Bizer. He played in a band called the uh, Adapters. Long Beach? Uh, he, uh, yeah, I believe so. He's a good bass player. Oh, oh, oh yeah, it was a uh, different style. He was, he was played is, live. Is that, CD, is that record available? It's out of print, huh? It's, it's, it's on vinyl. I, I made some homemade CDs, and I, I mail them out, okay. to, out to people when they ask Because that's a shame. That's a great record. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah, it was an interesting time. I remember back then, I was so self-conscious about my singing that I was uh, constantly taking singing lessons. I went to three teachers. Two of them had already given up on me. <laughs> so I would sit there singing these scales and such, and I would drive away in my van because I was so nervous of anyone hearing me, I'd drive by the factories, and had this little clock that I would set, and I would set it. I would practice certain scales for ten minutes at a time, and, and such. So, like four or five nights a week, I, I would be out out there practicing on these. the clock. Yeah, on on, on this yeah. clock every every single night. And but somehow, and even that in the classes, I was able to sing the songs with the piano and such. But I just couldn't make it make sense with the with the music. I I didn't realize that it was just that the music was. So, uh, 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 I guess tuned differently, <laughs> right, right. As, as, as you, you could put. So, uh, at, you know, at that time, everybody uh, uh, were uh, singing these melodies, and even you had said to me at one time, uh, <clears throat> "You gotta make things that the common guy can relate to." And I, I well, just that's what could. Was always telling me. Oh, really? Oh, okay. My words were too oh, okay. So I yeah. Was just passing on. So I, 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 yeah. I think I was kind of projecting yes, the I, same advice I was getting. Oh, told. okay. Dee said, "You know, your words are too spacey. What? They don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> so I was kind of like putting on the D Boone. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's where that came from. That's why I actually wrote, read the landlady's note on double nickels because I said, "Are these real enough, Dee Boone? <laughs> Don't you <not> shower?" <laughs> oh man, Is this direct here. Man, because it, what was all clear to me, obviously, was like trapped in my head. <laughs> it wasn't getting out to me. It was so transparent. But uh, Dee Boone said, "I don't know what you're talking about." And he did have a knack for simplifying things. Yeah. You know, this ain't no picnic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no, you know, no blurriness, no fuzzy. Uh, you know what I mean? He had a good neck for, where's your courage? You know? Yeah. And I would uh, have something like, you know, well, I, I came up with <laughs> We Jammy Cotto. Yeah, but even We Jammy Cotto, I must get asked, what does that mean? Uh, a thousand times, especially with the DVD out now. Uh, uh, by the way, you did great in the YouTube, brother man. Uh, uh, th th but uh, yeah, really, because yeah. I wanted people who was actually there and could speak about the times. Th and, so. Uh, so thanks so much for doing that. Yeah. But like we Jamie Cano to me is so clear in my mind what that means. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. other folks. I, I think it's the Cano vans. Yeah, of course, and it means obviously <laughs> little monies, but it also could mean little 
uh, yeah. skills, talents. Yeah. You know, you make oh, what okay. you can with what you have. Yeah, and yeah, no budget. Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of felt like you guys, you actually invented this thing. Before then, there was these rock stars, millionaires, way in the hell up there, and there, was, and way below is these working guys just listen to music, and you guys kind of invented this middle thing where these uh, guys play uh, music where just certain people listen to, but they make just uh, enough money to ha- have a uh, you know some sort of e- e- existence without the. Ten, you know, uh, ten women, naked women hanging around, and all the <laughs> the limousines and stuff. There's this like, this is now this this, this middle, uh, I guess, uh, realm, 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 <laughs> and it's not really something that that you really really want to strive for unless you really have your heart and uh, to, to music. Oh yeah, you gotta be yeah. a believer. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you go through all this. Uh, heartbreak for and such. If if you're just going to make the same amount of money, you make work in a regular job. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's but it's good because there's just real music coming from uh, uh, people who really have the, their heart, hearts in the music. Because there there always be people like me who are working who are so affected by by that that we we can't we can never take in that that, that crap. When I was younger, I, I was able to, uh, uh, to 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 absorb it, but we we. I can't can't anymore, and I can't live without music. Right, right. No, I think you guys. So, (laughs) you go for another bass player after surviving you always, and I think you find a Black Flag tour, and uh, it's Bob Fitzer, and uh, still with Tony Cicero on the drums, and you do the World Broken thing, and that's where I come aboard, and it's totally improvised. Had to make the stuff right up. I don't know if your poems were already written. uh, No. uh, Couple of them were, and but those are poems that a, a, a friends had given me. Like uh, it's, uh, w- w- the one about the winter solstice. Can't yeah, right. And uh, some are like uh, riffs on Bible stories too. Yeah, and I, and I did a, pe- uh, a page from the Bible, and but a lot of these other ones I just made up on on the spot, like the sandbox and. Actually, m- most of those, except for the <laughs> first I one. That. Oh, that's, the, that's the realm. Yeah, it just came out <laughs> of my head. Yeah. And later on, I would listen to it, every, the record, write everything down, and then it looked, kind of looked like a poem. Yeah, right. But, but then it was typeset. When things are t- typed, they, right. they look like And around this poetry. time, is uh, soon after Double Nickels on the Dimer, yourself and Joe contributed a couple songs. Yours yeah. was uh, God Bows to Math. Yeah. And Joe's was uh, Please Don't Be Gentle With Me. And yeah, yeah. No, I, just, I really I, thought that was important because uh, we had so many songs. Yeah. And I wanted it to go to different places, you know? Yeah. And your words really helped me musically, you know? Because with my own words, I would end up like track housing. And you guys would steer me yeah. different ways. Oh, oh th- thanks. So it was important to me. Yeah, I mean, you guys did that a lot. Then uh, had let your friends. That's right. right words. It helped it, us it, out a lot. Also, your friends felt like they were part of it. it well, I, it we sincerely felt we were part of a movement. <laughs> we did not really think we were above anything. We were, yeah. I mean, we did things our way, but we were part of this team. Yeah. So I think that even solidified it more. And you hardly see it uh, written about, though. Especially the one we we always get 
talked about a lot is double nickels on the dime, but yeah. there's a lot of outside words, including yeah. Dukowski and Carducci, uh, yourself, uh, your cousin. I mean, even Dirk, the guy who took the picture <laughs> of the cover. You know, <coughs> there was all kinds of stuff. The the landlady's note. <laughs> you know, Mary Macano, I think uh. she's passed away now. But there was a lot of this, and it was part of this idea we had of inclusiveness. This was punk to us. It brought in weirdos, uh, outside people, those lost in the parallel universes. And then maybe it helped them create their own, a lot of common ground between us. And also, with the, that's what art's for in a way, because even if you, yeah, don't fit in so well at school, in the greater picture of humanity, there's so much common ground. At the same time, the individuality, like in your thumbprint, so you got to embrace both somehow. And don't let one trump the other, or you get out of, the yang gets out of balance with the yang. <laughs> so, Bob Fitzer returns, and you do a record called uh, We Became Snakes. Yeah. And uh, who's on drums, Tony? Yeah, that, that's Tony That's Cicero. Tony again, and then I'm brought in again as a producer guy, uh, yeah. guy to be in the studio with you. Yeah, it was with a, Ethan James. Yeah, that's when things get, get a little t- tense, because we... we you came from art, art, art musicians. Sure. Uh, pe- people were influenced by the the artists in L.A. who didn't really know how to play, but but they used their the skill, their art skills, to make the music. And then, everyone's uh, three years later, we're a jazz band. Yeah. Everyone started developing te- technique. Well, Bob Fitzer, great bass player. Uh, I oh yeah. I remember some of the weird recording techniques. Like there was a song called. Uh, you actually redid a song from a former album. Oh, yeah, Effort to Waste. Effort to yeah. Waste. And I remember the lights being off and you climbing on the piano and hitting yourself in the balls with the wrench and then jumping off the piano. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And hitting the deck, I mean, without hands to catch, him, to catch himself. So he just hit the deck. I heard the crunch on the mic. Yes. Because uh, the, the uh, well, ending reprise is pain is real. Yeah. Real is, so I think I he wanted to really get into that mode. Yes, yeah, I tried it for Not time. just keep it in the abstract. Yeah. <laughs> but that kind of a pretentious poetry, right, typical Jim Morrison deep, deep voice poetry well, type of thing. Well, why do you want to do that, too? Well, well, it, it, uh, well, I guess it wasn't my idea. It was uh, Joe and Joe John. And, uh, it's, but you, but then you point out, hey, there's, there's no pain in the song, you know? No pain in the vocals, and... Uh, uh, so I said, okay, I'll show you. So I went in there, <laughs> I started whacking myself in the nuts as hard as I could. And I, <clears throat> and I could hear, yeah. if you listen to like the second verse, I could hear you walk into the studios trying to stop and say, Jack! And yeah, right, right, yeah. Hear <clears throat> your voice in there. But I could hear, when I, yeah, I hear that, I could, oh! <laughs> and then flying off the piano. He had his beat up standing yeah. piano. Yeah. And I wanted, I wanted, the, the rhythms to come in the different weird places because uh, at first it was just too set and if I thought yeah, like, right. hit myself I could get the that'll make it stutter magic yeah stuttering <laughs> that'll break it up <laughs> you, you know Gasso's in the cojones <laughs> no problem <laughs> yeah. ah and then but with this album, you actually tour on your own. Oh, oh yeah, and, and the band got so loud then. Yeah. Because we were all, you know, musicians or something, but it was so loud. I, I ne- 
never, never heard myself, and they thought I didn't hear myself. I didn't have to. I said, well, you know, all, all, all you're doing is this and that. Yeah. No, I said, no, I have to hear myself. I, I need to, you know, be able to project certain ways and feel, and, uh, you know, feel the music, make it work. With it. And so, no, you're not here. So, so they turned up. <clears throat> I was just, and it was just yelling and screaming. I, I couldn't really do 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 anything. I couldn't really. It, it was it was a mess. The, the last tour for me was was yeah, kind yeah. of a, a night nightmare. Who did the cover for that album? <laughs> that artwork. It's not uh, Gar- Gary Jacobo. That's right. Yeah. But 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 now the, these days we. The, the Is band, that album in print? It's on CD. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. Right, because the Sacrament stuff, Sacrament Trust stuff. I'm sorry you don't have it here. Uh, uh, do you Do you have any? Oh yeah, I got. Did you bring I, some here? Yeah, I got burns of it and stuff. Got to so. play some. Oh okay. Got to play some. Uh, in fact, I did something with the violin player. This guy did. His name's uh, Chris Murphy, and. Uh, he had to record with Nels Klein, and I guess Nels told him, hey, you should call Watt up. And, uh, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> uh, you know, try it out. And this guy plays with a bunch of different guys. In fact, what he does, he makes albums of every genre that he can get his thing on. So uh, I got uh, a kind of a blues thing song thrown at me up in some apartment in Hollywood a couple months ago. And uh, we'll play that right now. Watch the Beaver Show.
excites no more. He invites them at the foot of hope. Word was out, the soothsay was right. No more laws, a time to do. The world cries like a dying man. The eager face drip with bleeding hands. And I, I would have laughed in my sleep. Someone had asked me, what chance have we? I tried to call you, but there was no answer. Nothing that explained everything, but it's just enough to make me think. Well, you said we should hope for more, but the pain only grows to show how we were wrong to hope. People quivered the sight of their children, not knowing whether to pity or praise them. The emergency broadcast system looked on, not for long. Not for long, the world cries like a dying man. The eager nation gripped with bleeding hands. He died, I would have laughed in my sleep. If someone had asked me, what chance have we? I tried to call you, but there was no answer. Nothing that explained everything It's just enough to make me think Well, you said we should hope for more But the pain only grows to show
Ten will be at the foot of your deathbed, telling you there is no God. Disguised as a beloved one, he'll be there crying for your denial and crying, Don't turn away from me and leave me here with your blood in my hands. When I tell you that Satan is a motherfucker, he's lied to you from the beginning, misguiding you, perverting you, misleading, tempting you. Your poor, sad, unguarded soul. I can't believe. We are still desperate! I can't believe We are still desperate What's the good night given To an awesome gesture Late at the table When the factor was caught Curious offended
bunch of sack there. What was I doing not playing it beforehand? Here's, here you go, Jack. Because, uh, but maybe it's good that Jack got to talk about the band before, uh, yeah, you actually hear it. And what we heard there was a lot of incarnations. What we've been speaking of, starting with the first version, which had uh, Joe Bison on guitar, Jack Brewer on singing, uh, Richie Wilder on drums, Louis uh, Lewis. Mad Max. Louis, Louis, yeah, <laughs> Louis, Louis, yeah, he had different names. Yeah, yeah he changed, changed it to Mad Max. Yeah, he became Mad Max at that time. <laughs> and he was on bass, and that was uh, Hearts and Barbarians, the first tune. And and then, uh, well, actually, we played Chris Murphy in a song called, um, what's that called there? Blues for Bukowski. Yeah, great. Pedro. Uh, played that, but after that, we played... Um, Sacrum Trust, First Incarnation, Hearts of Barbarians, 1980, off the uh, Cracks Sidewalk. And then uh, we heard uh, a song from Pagan Icons, their first uh, record on, on their own, a tune called Effort to Waste, and yes. it's Joe Bais on guitar, Jack Brewer singing. Uh, bass is uh, Earl Liberty, and drums yes. is Bobby Holtzman. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then uh, we heard Remnants from uh, Surviving You Always, yes. and that's got... Uh, Joe Bice guitar, Jack Brewer singing, uh, bass Mark... Uh, 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 Mark Hodson on bass. Hodson on bass, and Tony Cicero on drums. Yes. And then we heard another version of Effort Waste from the album We Became Snakes, and uh, that's Bobby Fitzer on bass, Tony Cicero on drums, yes. Jack Brewer singing, Joe Bice guitar. Steve, Steve Moss on Steve sax. Steve Moss on sax, right. A lot of uh, ambient sound aiding Lots. us here. Summertime. Summertime in Pedro. And you can't have a motorbike coming down Pacific Avenue unless it's in full dick extender mode. <laughs> so I leave tomorrow for 13 days. So it was the last show for a couple of weeks. I got Stooges gigs in um, Greece, Switzerland, Italy, and Portugal. Ah, we get to do the Montreux Jazz Festival. Yeah, 40th cool. uh, year anniversary. But anyway, back to. Uh, Sacrum Trust. So there's a lot of problems with the We Became Snakes tour, uh, Sacrum Trust headlining yeah. tour. Yeah, well, for me, it was a sound. I actually uh, rented some monitors and uh, from, from, from a Rat Sound, and I, I wasn't there when the van was loaded. I was at work, and only half... Uh, O- only half of the, the the monitors were loaded on the uh, on the van, and, and it, yeah, it, it, uh, and we brought this guy to do sound. I just didn't do do well, and just didn't understand it. And it was sound sound was really bad at, at every night. And, and, and I may have been just too 
too tense, not relaxed enough to flow with it as I can do do these these days. And um, uh, there weren't a a lot of people. What year is this? I think I eighty five, eighty six. Yeah, because Firehose was torn. It had to be after 85. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Not, I remember I, we played a gig <clears throat> together, I think, in uh, Jacksonville. <clears throat> yeah. Or Tallahassee or somewhere in Florida. A place called CA Labs, yeah. I remember. Yeah. God, was it humid. Yeah. The, the, I, the band I, was great, yeah. but I could tell there was tension in the band. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was happy with the crowds. But at that time, all, all the other bands were getting successful and making money and such. And then the guys in the band were, were bitter or... or or, 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 just want, wanted to 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 make money. They wanted to be like all, all the bigger SST bands, and but no, we were Sacred Trust. We're the our out, outfit. We do what we do. But you know what, you and, guys were. But that was it. I don't yeah. think it, it was because you were kind of starting out on your own. You were doing your own tours. If you would have stuck it out. Yeah, exactly. As I was. I know. I know you would have did it. What happened with us in the Hooskers and Meat Puppets? We had already started out on our own a little earlier, so yeah. that's why we had to jump yeah. on you a little bit. Even though you guys go way back, yeah. I think uh, opening for Black Flag was great for uh, you to get yeah. around, but as far as getting your own thing, it might have uh, delayed things a little. But it would have came for you. Yeah, probably, pro- probably so. As I, as, I, as I start to tell the story, I, I remind you that we, we just weren't that good at doing the footwork or, or promotion and stuff like that. We... We thought promoting yourself was a non-artistic concept, <laughs> you know, we're too vain to promote our, ourselves or, or or something. We, yeah, we we're not vain enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, we just we didn't do that stuff. We and, and I, well, everybody's got their own path. So yeah, I, yeah. you know what I mean. But it was exactly. sad that the band yeah. fell apart. Uh, yeah, right, at, that's at, the last at that, tour. At that time, but I, I I just could even if uh, I mean may, maybe if at that time if. If we did do with the other bands, they'd gone out on their own, because I felt that well, you were uh, starting to. Yeah, yeah, I, I felt that the tour was good, and we just need to keep doing it. I'm sure it, it was like that for everybody's first tours. That's uh, right. On their I, own. I can test it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only the difference is, um, they broke. They had the sense to break off from Black Flag a lot sooner and, and go on go on their own, like the Meat Puppets did, and and such. And that is why they were uh, doing well, making. Making a living on it, but uh, but I think the, the uh, band members thought it was a, the sound uh, uh, was the sound. We weren't enough, maybe enough of that that co- common thing. Or that well, maybe for a, like a instant appeal, yeah. that you know has instant go away power too. Yeah. So by you guys, only my opinion, yeah. but by having a distinctive sound, maybe it takes a little more. But yeah. then it. Is for the long run because it is distinctive. See, yeah. but you got to put in the kind of footwork there yeah, and exa- beat on exactly. some doors. Right? I mean, it can be done, but yeah. I I can't see it being done now now these days. Just because when we're younger, it's it's easier to uh, to leave, leave the apartment and just oh, yeah, don't yeah, pay yeah, the yeah. rent and just come back and stay on somebody else's couch or something and. Couch tour. Yeah, it's okay. It's, so the band falls apart, yeah. and you guys start. Joe Biza goes on his uh, Universal Congress yeah. mission, and uh, what was the other name? There was another name too. He had for it. Uh, 
after where the Mechalodiacs, right, with Ralphie. And, yeah, but they they were local band, <laughs> right? But he even goes and makes a career almost out of playing Germany alone and stuff. Oh, oh, so he yeah, goes yeah. out. Uh, you kind of. Uh, Back up, but you have a Jack Brewer band. You do some other. Yeah, you, I, you stayed involved musically. Yeah, I started with a band called uh, Sandbox, which was a uh, right. uh, ac- acoustic uh, mu- music. And this is like eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah, but I right away I, I felt, felt like I could. There they were people that couldn't get moving and touring and stuff. And yeah, and I only had so many years before I had to get get a job or a regular career. Then I started Jack. Brewer band, right? And I just, just, I just, just couldn't get it uh, going to to where it could play play out of out of, out of town. But uh, then in the early nineties, Sacred Trust is reformed. Yeah, it was a, a yeah, I think late nineties, maybe ninety five. We started yeah, to middle nineties. I'm sorry. Some some touring, but and uh, then that version has Joe Biz on guitar, yourself on singing. Yeah. Uh, bass. Is a uh, uh, Chris Stein, not, Chris not, Stein. not the guy from Blondie. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. From Simi Valley. Yeah. And the uh, drummy was Brian, uh, Brian Christopherson. Brian Christopherson. And, and, uh, and you guys go make an album in Germany at this studio called Hazelwood. Yes. And uh, yeah, the band's brought together maybe after seven years. Y- now, what was yeah. that like? Well, uh, I remember uh, the, the the records were coming out on CDs. And that's the idea of playing a, putting the band together to play, to play a show, and and uh, enjoy that idea of well, it was just we start the band just for just for the sake of just blowing people's minds. So I thought, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And, and I mean, we I think we all really realized that we weren't going to have the, have the same goals that we were just going to do it just for the purpose of of, 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 the, of the, the the music which and is probably the best way anyway. <laughs> at the yeah. heart of it you know yeah, yeah, yeah to I have mean, some kind of integrity yeah and, and when, even when my sisters asked you said what why also oh, you guys doing what are you doing so, so what are you doing and why are you doing this? I don't know it's it's more like a calling to me it's something yeah. I don't know why I, you I, know at I, the I'm end of the there. day you don't have to explain yourself when it comes to expression yeah, I mean, we got so much control on our life, can't we have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. One little outlet, you know, and yes. so it's playing with your buddy. So what? But see exactly. how the minds are formed. Yeah. Everything's got to be a career move. Yeah, even yeah. outsiders who aren't even in this racket uh, yeah, are, are tricked is, into the is, same yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> a paradigm. And, and, and we, we are we are really really good f- friends. You know, we're we're best buddies. Right, we, right. we do enjoy. So you have a connect. Yeah, we do enjoy yeah. uh, doing this together a lot. Way of expressing, yeah. but then um, it dissolved a little bit, and it comes back um, with uh, Richie Hayes. Yeah, Richie Hayes. Now, um, who I know from uh, Zoo's, Zoo's Riff. Riff. I, was, I was a big Zoo's Riff fan. He's kind I of love. into Zappa. Yeah, <laughs> beef hard and stuff. Yeah. And uh, he plays vibes. Now the vibes, really intense dimension uh, oh, compared oh, oh, to oh, the yeah. old uh, sack. Now what we got. A track we're going to play here from uh, the 95 reformed Hazelwood sack, and then yes. we got some brand new stuff with Richie. Y- yes, we have w- w- one song recorded about a year and a half ago. Though we have about nine songs that are uh, ready to record. We're, we're going to probably start work working on that soon. Well, you know, no wine before it's time. Uh, oh, oh, it's exactly. <laughs> you know. Time just rolls off our back, especially. <laughs> 
in the Middle Age, huh? Yeah. We know this more now. So rush. It's got to be good. Can't hurry love. Yeah, you don't Watch get no chance at that.
thrashing instead of basking in the salts of past revolts. You uprise and clutter. We spent the best years of our lives waiting for some uprise. With milk, cheese, and butter types, you convert it to or did they convert you with their hard-earned checks that paid for your voice and acting lessons, but I even knew you when the stars were your ceiling, the sky you imprisoned as you braved the rafters, structure columns gave way, another revival to keep the things we used to believe. Dangerous applause and healing. But that was when you had meaning and were less demeaning and had forgotten what it's like to affect an unsolicited board by statistics in search of truth. A happier formula for that, too. It was back when punk was gold, success was cold at least then when you stole my songs you sang them with feeling most fun I ever had didn't even know we were had but you were faking then cause you're faking now but you had me fooled somehow but I Know you then, I only knew you when after you called me bitter. So spare us your memoirs, memorabilia you auction. All I look for in you is correspondence. Best era of our lives, didn't we open eyes at least? We kept them guessing, lost in frames of reference, artists and fence sensations, entertainers repeat them, it's not as easy as that, cause we can still laugh, even if we didn't know what we were doing, we knew it was us doing Watt from Pedro Show. Saccharine Trust, Trust up to date. The most recent thing on your behalf with uh, Chris Stein on the uh, bass, uh, Joe Biza guitar, Jack Brewer singing, Richie Hayes on uh, vibes and uh, drums. Brian Christopherson. Brian Christopherson. Brian Christopherson, yeah. Sorry, Brian. Didn't need space. Yeah. And before that, we had uh, Untitled, The creation, the Creative Fluxation, Fluxation. from the uh, Hazelwood Sessions in 95. So that's a brief uh, history of Saccharine Trust and Jack uh, Brewer's uh, voyages with her. And uh, 
promising things. You're going to record with the oh, new yeah. five-man lineup and stuff coming oh, up. Oh, and yes. Jack was just saying some of the best songs ever written. Yeah, I, I, I believe so. Great. Best songs ever Jack, written. it's really been an honor and privilege to have you on the show. I know oh, I've promised you. you many, many times, and now finally you've done it, and I want to have you back for more. And Excellent. good luck with the poems and Thanks stuff. For the words. Brother Thank Matt, of course, you. Cool. Yeah, the words. Uh, Brother Matt with the Aiden Abed mm -hmm. with the show here. And that was cool. You collaborating with him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, cool. Cousin Joe Brewer and um, Joe, Joe. Joey Coffin from Long Beach are out uh, Strolling trying to City. get burgers at Walker Cafe. So we'll say <laughs> thank you in their behalf because their spirits only left <laughs> here. Um, Let's damn, see. sorry. Let's see. Uh, mm. June, uh, July 9th, 2006 version edition of the Watford Beaver Show. I'll be back in two weeks after some Euro Stooges. Keep your powder dry.